Hey, and welcome to this episode of Co-Creating with AI. I'm Martin Schellström, and with me, as always, is Rasmus, my co-host. How are you today, Rasmus? I'm good. I've had a good uh, good start to the year, I feel. Yeah. Uh, you know, like with some uh, resolutions, not going to go into the details, but uh, so far, so good. <laughs> After a few days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll see. It's, uh, it's nice. I have a lot of energy. Yeah. How are you? Awesome. Yeah, I had a super relaxing uh, holidays with the family. And uh, right now it's super cold, minus 10 Celsius in Sweden. And uh, our heating system has uh, decided to, to um, um, that this is the perfect moment to, to give up and just stop heating the house. So now we're dependent on, right now we're dependent on the on this fireplace in the in the living room. Uh, so we huddle up in front of the fire and and also like make warm coffee and tea a lot and just and like and have and it's quite cozy time as well. But you don't look I mean you're wearing a t-shirt, so it can't be that cold. No, it's it's all right. Yeah. Dry, yeah. 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 Nice, but, okay. Uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about uh, our summaries of 2023 and predictions for 24. Yeah, I mean, sounds fun. I mean, it's been a been an eventful year, and like yeah, definitely. I guess uh, the stuff we're talking about, right? Yeah. Working with AI, and uh, I think uh, 24 is is not going to surprise any less. Maybe more. Yeah, definitely. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what are your what are your like biggest takeaways from? From the past year, you know, biggest surprises or like biggest, uh, yeah, I mean, most memorable. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest surprise is still the, the pace of the industry, how much uh, we have to adapt to new things every week coming along, and how actually being resilient towards change is one of the foremost uh, business qualities at, at this point in time where. Uh, you can't you can't find solid ground. You're always like jumping from from uh, new pr- vantage points all the time. New perspectives coming every week where you have to adapt, and uh, so that's been the biggest takeaway for me. And like the the biggest such changes has been um, with well, basically GPT four was launched last year. So, yeah. so that that's the biggest game changer, and then they open AI open up um, for new new capabilities with the vision um, and so on, and that's like people are just barely scraping the surface of of the of leveraging that. So those has been have been really game changers, but uh, then it's also astounding that the open source world is keeping up to to this extent. And I really think like that was created by Meta, so that they they set that culture that you can actually invest significantly in an in a, a LLM and then open source it, open source the weights, and and now the the latest edition, late in late last year was Mistral, and they're they're sort of the French connection in the AI world, and they're awesome step up uh, stepping up the open source game yeah it's cool i mean it's um i think it's interesting like how distributed ai development is i mean in one mm-hmm. way right open ai is definitely the forefront right and you could look at them as you know being dominant in some ways but 
like uh, maybe this is starting to like project forward but like it really looks like the trend is towards less dominance fast like quick catch up mm. quick quick catch up i mean i don't think there's anyone like well i mean some are claiming they are matching gpt4 in like reasoning i mean google did with their gemini ultra still tbd or to be released or whatever you call yeah. it yeah um and uh, I don't know if Claude 2, yeah, they said they beat GPT-4, I think, in some stuff, some literary things. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely the feel is that, you know, across like everywhere, like in Europe even, <laughs> like we have like a significant AI player, uh, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think that's like partly open source and it's partly just like how available this technology is it's like you know mm. it's a little bit like open ai is like founded on open source right it's fo- founded on like the transformers papers by i don't know if, if if it was Ilya maybe working at google i think so mm. i think it was something like that yeah like Ilya founded the open ai as well uh, but like it, it's like it's just out there right the technology so to say is at least in its most basic form in theories is very like public knowledge um, mm. It's cool to like that. I think that's been like maybe the biggest surprise and something I sort of see continuing. Like it's just like how like open source, closed source, whatever, but like just how like like how quick and how broad and how distributed and how like fast. It's just like a just like a very big wave everywhere. Uh, and then let's see, you know, how bubbly it is, right? But it really feels like just like it's like just a wave, just like starting to kind of gather speed and momentum yeah i don't know so um what what do you think that will look like in 2024 what will be the the actual outcome for businesses yeah it's a good question i think like i don't know i read i've been reading a bunch of good like articles by the you know there's always these end of europe articles by like vc firms and uh, different smart people out there um you know trying to kind of model and, and, and uh, construct frameworks for how to look at, you know, like AI development, different types of companies, etc. And one of the good ones I read was by NFX um, Ventures, I think they call NFX Ventures. Um, and uh, um, basically, like just, just looking at basically all, all companies are, are AI companies now, you know, uh, and I think that will be even more obvious in 2024. It will be like, you know, all companies are email companies now, mm. you know, <laughs> all companies are, you know, uh, I don't know, collaborative document companies, almost maybe there are some, you know, still sending word files around, but you know, yeah. people have file sharing and version versioning and, and, you know, most companies use cloud in some form, right. And they have cell phones calling each other. Uh, and I think that, you know, that will quite quickly be that, you know, all companies are, using AI at least on the base level to just improve their operations. I think that will really like be a major kind of like, it's a little bit like in 2023, people realized they should be looking at this. And I think in 2024, people will be actually, you know, implementing Mm -hmm. it uh, broadly. Um, And same thing with 2023, like most, like most really good companies like scale ups or like fast moving companies, small and big, have been like really throwing AI into their product wherever they can pretty much. Um, but I think that will also go like a lot broader in 2024 mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't know what a good example is, but like, 
I mean, a lot of companies have like, uh, especially like where, where there's an um, online purchase, you know, e-commerce, etc. There's an opportunity to chat with someone, right? Mm. Uh, like an actual person. Um, and I think in the same way, I think, you know, maybe this is the year of the, uh, the like really good chatbots that can help you find the, you know, the um, uh, product you're looking for, really get an answer to your question, you know, in terms of mm. like placing costs. I, I'd like just the feeling where like AI is actually part of like the offering, the product mm. offering very broadly and not only by, you know, a select um, few companies that are like fast movers. And mm. I think I, I'd probably come up with more, but those are like the, the like the, at least answering that question where I think that wave goes is like, I just, I just think like this year will be, um, much more tangible, like very, very yeah. like for most people. Um, that's my sense, but you know, mm. also like one year is like a long time, but also a short time. So let's see. Mm. <clears throat> How about you? Like, what are your, what are you excited about? What are you like, what, what do you think will happen this year? I, I think, uh, I'm most excited about, uh, multimodal becoming much more mainstream. Um, and, uh, still, it's it's very there are very few people that know about the capabilities that that exist i think that um it's very easy to believe in when you only talk to ai people to to just feel like that multimodal capabilities are are commonplace and everybody knows about what what they can be used for but they're only available as far as i know to to premium subscribers of to to open ai uh, so far and i think that's a pretty big uh, blocker for for uh, mainstream awareness i think because just showing people um like that you can take a photo of something and have gpt4 uh, just recognize perfectly what is what is in that fo- photo not only what stuff is there but the mood of the picture and and uh, what does it like what does it look like, and uh, and uh, what's what's the ambience, and um, and then combining that with the uh, with the voice uh, features of of uh, the mobile app of OpenAI, like people are blown away when I show stuff that has been out for six months if they are not if they are not aware about uh, of it, and that's just that awareness coming out in the, into the mainstream. I think will will. Um, be a big part of defining 2024 and but it's the i also think that for the ai laggards like or people that are not uh, adopting ai yet many of them are just saying that ai models are just a parrot they're just uh, quoting phrases from the training data it's not really any reasoning going on it's not the, the game changer that believers say it is that they will also be proven wrong, and and their sort of denial uh, will move like they will instead of being in denial, they will move to being perhaps scared, and so there will be more public backlash against AI as well. Um, mm. I think in twenty twenty four, when when these capabilities come out, people will be more scared of losing their jobs and of uh, AI being this unknown thing that there's very little information or knowledge about how to relate to and that will produce fear and and um the the fear will will 
then produce the need to communicate better for for AI companies and be more um, um, speak up more about the the actual user value and what this what AI brings to uh, productivity and uh, humanness. So we will also see more clear definitions of what what is the usage of AI and how does how do you relate properly as a human to a machine becoming more and more intelligent. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think I'll take the, I'll agree with one of them and I'll think I'll disagree with the other. Yeah. But like yeah. in perhaps like on multimodality, like I, I really believe that, like, or really believe, but like that's like a, a, one of the really big game changers is like, mm-hmm. you know, just the feeling of chat, like using chat GPT and say, hey, write this text now, create an image about it and ah, you know, put a hat on it, you know? Yeah. And so just that, that's kind of like, but that's very superficial, like in one mm-hmm. sense, because it still can't edit any of your existing pictures, you know? It can't, which Adobe Firefly can or whatever, like, you know, there are other things that can and you have uh, stable diffusion can scale up images and, you know, you have, you have like, like other type of capabilities like putting in an image getting like a similar one or or extending it uh, like really similar one not like ChatGPT does it so like i feel like it's superficial now and i think this year it's going to go potentially a lot deeper hmm. at least that's what i hope yeah like uh, whether that's within you know text speech images video it's like it's a little bit like 2023 was in one way uh, the year of the demos you know hmm. the year of the really cool well scripted demos uh, but you know, it's still like few products, and those products are pretty simple that have really succeeded mm. uh, with using these new AI capabilities to bring like a product to a lot, lot of people. And most of them have actually been within like uh, marketing and advertising, etc. Um, you know, which is in in one way a, a relatively straightforward and simple use case for these models. Mm. Um, and even there, you know, and and there you've seen like some some quite good end-to-end products coming about you know um but i really think that it will go a lot deeper in all of these in logical reasoning and data analysis in image generation and 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 editing in video uh, generation and editing in like uh, voice um, interaction and understanding um i think a lot of these things will quite quickly go quite deep and i'm not sure here but my sense is that OpenAI or someone else, whoever you know, really goes with the, wins the first part of this consumer race, you know, of the UI kind of the interface for for getting access to these new capabilities for like the <clears throat> broad market. Um, whoever does that and wins that will be like the one who funnels all these like very specific capabilities <clears throat> to the end user, so that it's just you know. Um, make the take this picture, but make it a little brighter. Yeah. As well as being able to say, put a giraffe in it, like that depth, like all those, which are like quite different things, right? You know that, yeah. but like it's, um, and it's very different from like generate an image like this, which is analyzing the image, what are like describing it in words, and then taking those words and sending it into the image gem. That's yeah. very different from like uh, the other way. So I think that will really like. Um, I think that will be like a big uh, um, thing during 2024 that will really go from demo to like fully fledged products. Mm. Um, 
in, in many ways. And the second thing I think I'll disagree with is like the fear will go up. I think the fear will go down. I think AI fear is primarily focused around like hyper intellectual uh, AI thinkers, and most people are not really afraid of AI doomsday. Like, and I think that will. Um, it's like a little bit of a funny thing that came up kind of when it was new now, but it's like, I think the more people interact with it and realize it's a tool and it's not replacing jobs yet, it's augmenting mm. jobs mostly. Um, it's really nice and can do good things for us. And like the first few consumer products, when people actually are booking their flight tickets, you know, through mm. chatting with an AI and, you know, are shopping, online shopping using whether it's ChatGPT or whatever, like when that thing happens, it's like, yeah, this is nice, <laughs> mm. but it's still like, yeah, I tell it to find me a pair of shoes and it gave me three options. And then I picked those and it paid for me because I had my credit card on file. That's nice. You know, that's not scary. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm actually, I'll take the, I'll take the opposite on that. That I think the uh, <coughs> AI doomsday will, uh, doomery will, will mm. probably go down this year, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Um, what what are your uh, stock bets for twenty twenty four? Do you have my stock bets? Yes. <laughs> this is not financial advice. Disclaimer. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know actually. Like I mean, I'm a big believer in like for this year, like you know, for a year it's very tough because you know yeah. it's going to depend a lot on macro. And we can nerd into that mm. if we want to. Um. But like, I think the. The clearest uniquely positioned company in AI is Tesla. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that just because they have they really like there's no one really other that's going really in the the real world AI uh, route like mm -hmm. seriously. I mean, you could say Boston Dynamics has done it, but it seems to be quite different. Mm -hmm. And they're going, you know, let's see if it's right, but they're going kind of the LLM or like the one neural network approach. Uh, for uh, for their cars now, it's better than their previously three hundred thousand line rules space system, mm. um, and uh, and they're with Optimus, you know, even though it's like still pretty shitty, like they are doing it in in kind of two form factors. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> I'd yeah, I mean I'd say that's uh, not the investment advice, <laughs> but uh, whatever disclaimer you need to have for that. Yeah. Uh, but for me, like, I think that's that's the clearest uh, differentiated one that has, you know, and then obviously there's a question of valuation and everything, right? Mm. But, um, but in a few years, um, I think it's really tough to say within kind of the space we're talking about most, like with LLMs who are going to be the big winners, at least in the, mm. like, with, the, with the public in the public markets. It's still hard to say how this will imp impact Google's like base business mm. and how it will. Um, um, and how it will add to it and how they will do in the race. You know, I still think they're, you know, they are going to do well because uh, mm. they have the biggest kind of organized data set. They probably have still the most AI talent in the world. They have all the compute <clears throat> they have a hundred billion dollars in cash. And, uh, you know, they're mm. uh, kind of, you know, uh, they have been long-term believers in this since, you know, before anyone else. Um, so I still think they're, you know, good in the race. Uh, but they're very hard to see how they're going to do. And same type, like thing with Microsoft. At this point, I still haven't seen any data on like what the uptake is for kind of Copilot or if they've gone broadly with it. Are they going to, you know, I don't know what they take for their kind of office kind of or, or Teams licenses. Um, 
but are they like going to be able to add $36 to user for a large part of their user base, like enterprise customers? That would be huge, right? Yeah. But they're also richly valued. So <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'd say <clears throat> I, I don't actually, I'm, I'm not sure like how to ride that wave. NVIDIA is, of course, like really interesting, right? Do you think that they have more to give? NVIDIA? Or... I don't know. That's like they're so richly yeah. valued. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know, but like, and there's also going to be competition. Uh, mm. But they are like clear front runners, and you know, everyone's buying what they're selling. So it's like a question of how mm. they can ramp up production, and you know, their sales growth of the last year has been completely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so I honestly don't know. Like uh, a year ago, it would have been nice to have that discussion. We should have had it then. <laughs> We'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, everyone's scrambling for GPUs. Let's buy Nvidia. Such yeah. an obvious bet in hindsight, actually. Yeah. Such an obvious bet. <laughs> On Twitter, was everyone's like stacking GPUs. Yeah. At a thousand mm. and like you know trying to get them yeah no i was i was uh, uh i bought nvidia and broadcom back in the gpt3 days i i, I realized i have to i have to uh, like put my money on ai and just i just like did a like this who really who, who will gain from ai it will be the the chip makers so that that's been that's been a, a big uh, like a, a good bet for me. Uh, yeah. Really? Okay. Bro, yeah. Broadcom also done well. Yeah, really good. And uh, I didn't and, even know that company. Really. Yeah, no, they are they are big uh, chip maker in in, but for auxiliary chip for for communication and, and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Arm processors. Oh, congrats! Yeah. Oh, that was a nice uh, mm. nice catch. Yeah, but um, so what else for you? Like- Anything else? Like, do you have any? Do you have any? What's your stock tips for? <laughs> no, I think uh, actually the reason I ask is that I'm I'm a bit uh, back and forth, like on like th- because there are you know, in the hardware space there are a lot of excitement uh, around specialized processors and uh, mm. like these like you you can actually put a transformer in a chip. And it will do much, much better. Like performance could be like 50x of a, a generic GPU. Yeah. And once that come out, uh, if that if that becomes a big big scale thing, and the libraries now that run the, the transformers, like Hugging Face uh, transformer library, is so mature because it's it's seeing so like such a heavy investment from the open source community in terms of developing to maturity it means that when when it's so stable and it can run it's one library that can run any model it means that you can start to trust to put it into hardware to make a hardware mm. run the 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 library natively so to speak and and that means that maybe nvidia will start to see competition and uh, if that happens then a lot of expectations on the Nvidia stock will move elsewhere, and but so that's uh, that that's what I'm uh, thinking about now. Like, if it's a if is it a good year to to sell Nvidia? Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't keep it up. If I had had this run, I would yeah. sell it. But who knows, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also because, like, you know, there are several angles. Like, they've been sort mm-hmm. of alone in the game so far, but like. Microsoft are building their own chips. OpenAI yeah. is racing for their own chips. Google mm. are do, building chips. You know, mm. so uh, I mean, I bet Amazon is doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, <clears throat> they they will be the 
they will host and provide. You know, NVIDIA is trying to get into that game a bit as well. But, you know, it's like for the broad market, they're going to go, you know, if they're using Amazon or Azure or Google Cloud, like they're going to probably keep doing it and get their GPUs there, I think. Yeah. Um, so they're different different angles, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Like, it's a good company. It's been growing like crazy, so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That was a, a <laughs> nice parenthesis. Yeah, yeah, very random that we that we went so deep into that. But uh, yeah. um, it's interesting, too, like, uh, to just think about where the money is going in the, in, in the AI space. But... Yeah. Um, um so I mean, what, we, funny... what we are agreeing on for 2024 is um, multimodal and a lot more impact on actual business and uh, that uh, uh, we will go further and deeper in an integ- integration of a lot of different capabilities into into solid products right yeah yeah i think so like that's yeah. definitely definitely think like that would be my main bets and i'd add to that like is like i'd be surprised if we don't have like one consumer breakthrough mm-hmm. like this year like something mm-hmm. that will really kind of be a uh, kind of capture imaginations yeah i'd, I'd be surprised yeah. with the amount of stuff being built whether that's like a voice companion whether mm-hmm. that's like a some some uh, twist on the UI of just using the general models, like or getting access to models apart from chat, or um, mm. you know something else. Um, maybe some like really nice consumer app that's kind of your um, study, but I don't know what it is mm. going to be. But something that captures imagination. I think one uh, hint of that was the the demo video of Google Gemini. Yeah, that was uh, like yeah that it was it was not reflecting on the actual capabilities of, of Gemini. But I think I, I would bet that there's at least 20 teams trying to implement, like, or not trying, but actually working on yeah. implementing what was seen in that video right now. Yeah. Because um, all those capabilities actually exist if you just integrate. Like you can yeah. build that product with existing technologies right now. So I think that's going to be something that just to have that um, that kind of uh, interaction, fluid interaction, it's a bit about what that what you described earlier in the in the episode. Um, no, I agree, and I think yeah. it's interesting. Like on that topic, like I think we could see some surprise as well. Like you know, Meta's kind of um, AR glasses that were mm-hmm. like I don't even know like how launched they were or demoed or whatever, but I saw the demo. A video with Zuckerberg. Um, mm. I think they were like either Oculus or Ray-Ban, so they looked really nice. Mm. <clears throat> and I think that there could be something like that where like, you know, all of a sudden the way they implement AI in it makes it actually cool and, and useful. Mm. And like, you know, I mean, just such a thing as, you know, you keep them on and they, you know, tell, tell you, like, they put the name on top of people you meet. You know, yeah. just like something like that. Yeah. Just something that people like, oh, you know, I forget the names of people all the time, but you know, I have the fucking Facebook mm-hmm. thing, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm all my Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. And um, then I can search that because like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. There's going to be, there could be something like that that really, you know, takes us to the future this year mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like imagination, not that it couldn't be done now, but like just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some mm-hmm. crossover between, you know, all these different trends that are emerging with VR yeah. and AR and 
AI and blockchain or whatever. Something, mm-hmm. something there. We'll see. And and then also lastly, I think we have to add to the list just that the, the capabilities of the foundation models will keep ramping up. Yeah. Yeah. Speed, cost, latency. Mm. You know, everything will yeah. improve. And then, and I, I actually don't think this will be the year of GPT five. I think that will be twenty twenty five. Uh, so it's like for people trying to beat GPT four, they still have um, a year. I I would yeah. bet uh, to do that, and um, there will be serious attempts uh, to to move there. Uh, it's but it's hosted on so such a, a, a big chunk of of compute. So I, I I'm unsure if an an actual open source LM will get all the way there. Yeah. Yeah, and also it's like, you know, one part is getting there, and one part, another part is like being able to provide it to 100 million people. Exactly. Which would be like a Google yeah. level challenge, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and that's why like it's going to be tough for Mistral and these like guys to beat beat mm. that game, you know, to mm. go really broad. So like, uh, in one way, it's like I think it's all eyes on Google in one way. Yeah. For that. Yes. Um. Let's see. And. So far, for Meta or or Facebook, AI is really it. It looks from the outside like a research project for them with with uh, generative AI, but uh, maybe there's something where they will actually make a bet on a product as well coming up from them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I really think so. And like, actually, on that topic, I wouldn't be surprised if Google. Or Apple puts it in their, our phones, mm. <laughs> or Amazon, yeah. you know, upgrades Alexa, so yeah. that like hundreds of millions or billions of people all of a sudden are like, "Hey, what was that uh, guy I met, uh, you know, last yeah. week? Mm. Oh, in your calendar you had these meetings, uh, or you know, or it would be like, uh, um, what, what's like, what's the recipe for this? And then it gives you the recipe straight away, and mm. you want me to read it out for you, like you know, it could be like mm. just like really getting like leveling up in that way yeah and that where the phone becomes your actual companion in yeah. a in a much better way i think that's that's a, a really good prediction uh for where we're heading at some point and it's such a big difference if yeah. uh if it's like the chat gpt app with the plus subscription mm. or if it's just siri yeah or if it's just you know bard in your yeah, android definitely. phone yeah, uh, you know, it's such a difference. So that yeah, um, that's a that's a race that is probably underway. It's just very very uh, invisible. Yeah, Apple actually released their first model, I think, publicly. Ferret. Yeah. I haven't looked into it, but I have an article open in the tabs. <laughs> yeah, and, and they also released their their open transformer library for for um, the M two processors where okay yeah so they they like you can really run performant transformers on on mac um uh, these days and uh, and of course that is to to allow developers to ramp up and there like and get more visibility for for mac yeah yeah cool awesome. i mean good fun stuff yeah um thanks for uh this episode uh, fun conversation and uh, uh, 
good to integrate thoughts coming up over the holidays. Yeah, that's been nice. Thank you to dear listener as well. Uh, this has been an episode of Co-Creating with AI. And we'll be back uh, next week with another episode. And uh, also looking to um, ramp up uh, our work on bringing guests on the show. So um, let's uh, see who, who will be the next uh, person we talk to. And uh, if you want to... Uh, suggest someone or be interviewed yourself on the show then let us know cool. thanks, thanks for thank you